Kane and King. And it's very good morning and welcome to Fireball Friday. If you're just cho- joining us for the first time this morning, welcome coming up. Friday First Thoughts will get you involved in that. Was the first thought you thought of this morning as you woke up from a footy or a sporting sense? Who's in the gun? The Brisbane champion, Alistair Lynch. Ollie Wines, the Friday agenda. And Blues fans, we are all aboard. Stephen Sticks-Kernan going to join us before 9 o'clock this morning. My Cruiser's Friday FOMO offer is going to be announced shortly, so stick around to hear it in a few moments' time. Kingy is my co-host. He's along for the ride as always. Kingy, what was your first thoughts this morning? Uh, well, I was blown away when the teams lobbed that Finlayson was out. Now, you, you would have clearly more intel than all of us. You, <clears> you said just prior to 7 that you, you weren't shocked. Uh, obviously, he's not in scintillating form. It's just such a drastic change... Uh, at this stage, is 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 doable. There's no doubt about that. We saw Noble get dropped from the pies a couple of weeks ago to maybe shake the shake the tree a little bit, shake the camp, and see if he can get a response, mm. which they got. Could they have looked at using him back? It was my own. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And that was probably the only thought I had as well. Um, now, if McKenzie didn't get up, I'm assuming that's the way they would have gone. I think it gets to a point when he was just uncompetitive. And I know this this sounds strong, but when you can't compete and when you're not competing or when you're refusing to compete, it gets to the point where you can't be keep being selected. Now, with Dixon back, um, that's the way that they've gone. Now, it's a, it's a really hard one to talk about because Jeremy has some, some really difficult things going on in his life and I can't even fathom um, what he and his beautiful wife Kelly are going through at the moment. So um, you, you, you may need to factor that in as well in and around this decision. So it's not an easy one to discuss, but he's kicked their most goals for the year. He was he was awesome in the first half of the year and was a really important player for them and, and had some, some big games. So uh, look, he'll be disappointed to lose his place in the side, but there, there may be some other things going on um, that are far more important than okay. um, than football. Well, that, um, yeah. And that we just have to mm. you know, throw our arms around him if that's the case. But uh, And that that's ex- extremely sad. Where, where are we at with Dixon? How, with the level of fitness? It's a risk, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, historically he's been okay coming in off a, off a long rest, but it's a, it's a big ask. Like against a very good defence uh, to come in, I mean, they'll just be asking him to, to compete. He's a, he's a pretty influential figure in and amongst the group, but he's 31 years of age. His body has, has not been good to him in recent times, but they'll just be hoping he can provide a spark and a contest and make sure that uh, Taylor doesn't mark the footy and, and that Buckley doesn't mark the footy as well and, and give them a, a more of a contest in the forward line. King, I just wonder... Uh, I wonder if Moneyball is coming into AFL football a little bit. So uh, for those that have seen the movie, it's a magnificent movie with Brad Pitt about uh, the, uh, the baseball side that they put together with a whole heap of no names. Let's have a listen. It's about getting things down to one number. Using stats the way we read them, we'll find value in players that nobody else can see. People are overlooked for a variety of biased reasons and perceived flaws. Age, appearance, personality. Bill James and mathematics cut straight through that. Billy, of the 20,000 notable players for us to consider, I believe that there is a championship team of 25 people that we could afford because everyone else in baseball undervalues them. 
So very, very dramatic and very Hollywood, I get that. But I'm looking through and looking forward to the trade period and the names that are on the board, Kingy. Zerk, Thatcher, Mackay, Henry, Radigalia, Sweet, Duday, Gresham, Grundy, Stevens. They're not big names, are they? And on the back of what Bedford has done for the Giants, what Hill has done for Collingwood, and what Akers has done, well, you didn't actually pay a lot to get them, but they've played a really important role. I just think, like, Port Adelaide going Zerk, Thatcher, Sweet, and Radigalia. There's got to be money ball about that, doesn't it? Like, you're projecting forward because they're not big names at all. So what are you saying? Are you happy with those selections or not? No, well, I'm, I'm not. I'm on the surface. I'm going. Why? Why? Why are they going that path? But half of it is a need, like they need a ruckman and they need some key defenders. But half of it must be we think there is value in this player that perhaps their club hasn't seen yet. Well, it has to be. I mean, these, these guys are all twenty-five years of age plus. Yeah. So. The worry that I've got with it is they're 25 years of age. I think Sweet's only played like 11 games. Yep, 11. So, so he's, he's an unknown quantity. You've got uh, Radigalia, who's probably played, what, a dozen games down back, and he's going to become your prime centre-half back. Mm. He's an unknown quantity in that role. And Zerk Thatcher, well, he's not exactly Steve Silvani, and he hasn't played <laughs> a lot of footy either. He's not so. It's, it has to be Moneyball. So you're not. The thing is, you're not giving much to get them, and you're not paying them a lot. Although Radigalia probably gets Radigalea's a good wage, but a good lick. yeah, I just, I just wonder whether that's coming into it a little bit more, and so, they're looking at the stats and they're looking at other sports as to try and work out a way that they can put a winning team together. I'm interested in the timing of all this, and you can't you can't protect the 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 inside football club. Uh, from the outside noise, I wonder what this does to the guys that are in those positions. Does it have any impact on them, the incumbents, mm. going into a final? Maybe. I, I spoke about this with Scott Lysett, like with the club meeting, Brody Grundy, as well. how's the confidence level in, in Lysett? But he, I think he would be probably fully aware that this will be his last season and he's got to give it all he's got for the last remaining games that, that are there for him. Tell us about the Blues forward line. Well, this is the other thing that hit me when I had a quick look this morning. It's it's a it doesn't really scare you, does it? Well, Charlie Curnow, top, absolute top liner, superstar. So just move his magnet for a moment. Kick eighty odd goals for the season. Mm. Who worries you from the of the rest? Yeah, you know, without Harry there, and without Martin there, and without Silvani, who's you know he's still he's put fourteen goals together for the year. Jack Martin's a massive out. TDK's kicked seven goals. Motlop's kicked 15. Always has kicked 26. Pretty good effort. For, yeah, the, the, who's, going, who's going to kick their goals if it's not Charlie? They're just going to fold back on Charlie all night. Yep. All night. Lever will be there. May will be there. Gorn will be there. So if Charlie, if Charlie can't provide, well, he, in my opinion, probably needs to have a, a four-goal game for them to, to win. They're not going to score outside of that, are they? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good observation. I'm I'm hot on Melbourne tonight, and I know Carlton fans will say, hang on, we, we beat them recently, and we didn't have some big names in there, but I just, for that reason, because May's going to go to Kerno, who's got a good record against him this year. Lever's going to do as he pleases, so they'll have to try and occupy him, and then Tomlinson probably takes to Koning as the, the resting ruckman or extra tall down there, so, so you're right, and they defend so well, so... Unless Charlie really gets a hold of them, um, but I mean, last week they had Cottrell bob up and kick a couple. Yeah, that so was great. Like Acres bobbed up and kicked one. So 
that's what they're going to be relying on. Walsh needs to get again? his yeah. Get Walsh again? needs to get his footy in the front half of the ground. Cripps kicked twenty goals last year. Can he somehow hit the scoreboard? These are the things that are going to take a, a pretty landmark victory for the Blues if, so if it goes that way. For them to win, they're probably going to have to find five goals from the midfield. Yep. Which it's is a not, big ask. We're not. It's a big ask, but it's not. You know, it's not unrealistic. I think you can you can do it. Doherty needs to push forward and, and kick one. So, yeah, and Motlop, Motlop can get hot. I've seen him get hot this year, so we'll, we'll see. They just can't be letting Melbourne mark the footy uh, in their forward line. That ball's just got to come to ground, and that must be the priority for them. Uh, everyone is on board the GWS Giants, Kingy. Everyone is on board. Everyone's on board? Everyone is on board. I've never seen footy. a groundswell like it. Now, you're you're driving the bus, but I was watching 360 last night with Kath and Derm and, and Joey. They're all on the bus. Hoyne's on the bus. He was driving it on Tuesday. Jared Healy, my co-host, is on the bus. Do they just think it's going to happen? Like, is, is, is there danger in that? Everyone on this bus. Oh, I don't think they swell. care. They wouldn't care whether we're on the bus or not. Um, but very rarely you get to this stage of the season and you have absolute pure health. Health's your best player at this stage of the year. And they not only have that, they've got a brand of footy that's the best with the with the possession of the, of the prune and almost best without it. So I, I don't know what more you need to see to, to understand they're a significant threat to not just this week, but to the flag. Do you, mm. do you not agree? No, no, it's just it's just for the team that he's playing against the top four side away from home with the amount of travel that they've had, it's been a groundswell. So Joey last night, he said, they're both the most complete team in the competition from stoppage, from transition, from their turnover game, which is, which is in line with your thoughts and what you've just said then. So... We'll see. We'll see if there's an ambush waiting for them or we'll see if those all Ooh. aboard the Giants bus is is going to come to fruition. And and honestly, I just wanted to play that song because I, I think it's a terrific <laughs> song. That was Friday First Thoughts for Loop Logics, the future of construction management. For a free demo, demo visit looplogics.com. What's your Friday First Thoughts? Rob's in Werribee. He joins us. Welcome to you, Rob. How you going, gentlemen? We're great. Uh I've got a two-prong dig on the bounce. So the first one is, if the players aren't in position when, they give it, when they're ready to bounce the ball and they still get warnings during finals, come on. Either pay the, pay the free or get rid ridiculous. of the rules. You're right, Rob. It's yeah. ridiculous. Silly is the fact that they drop Razor Ray because he's not the greatest bouncer in the world. They can't find anybody else to bounce the ball and have the best umpire in the game, umpire finals. Yeah, he's he's a bit stiff, Ray, isn't he? I think so. I said this to Jared. Like, as much as Ray Ray can grind on me a little bit, I think he's a little bit too theatrical, and he he does. There's no doubt he, he likes the me time. But the thing about an, a Razor Ray umpired game is that you feel like he's in control, and there's an authority with him um, that he brings uh, to big games. And yeah, if it's just the bouncing and not the decision-making, then that sounds like a, a strange call. But uh, good call there, Rob. We'll put you back to Sammy. He will find you a prize um, for you. Lots of texts coming through. Um, <laughs> Richmond selling a second-hand bus to GWS, I heard. <laughs> Port Adelaide got them a few weeks ago, says Michael. It was a different, it was a different team. There's no Bedford, no Daniels in that, and a few others missing from the Giants. 
the orange tsunami is coming. You have been warned. That's what I'm talking about. There's an absolute groundswell of the orange how tsunami. A lot of people. Him. How did Port get them, Cornsy? Well, it's just it just they got them. They got them in the midfield last time, and even Adam Kingsley after the game said, "Just we just couldn't cope with the power through their midfield." I don't know. Their midfield looks a bit different now with Green and Kelly and, and Briggs, who who's in good form. So that will be it. And then it will just have to be one of those ferocious Port Adelaide games where they lock the ball in their forward half of the ground and, and deny them the use and deny them the transition. Now, you can shut their ball movement down. Um, Not by the sound of it. Everyone's talking, everyone's talking about it being a whitewash. But the, mm, have, have you ever are. seen a player like Kieran Briggs? Can, can, Briggsy. Briggsy was playing VFL for the first eight rounds of the season. VFL. And look yeah. miles off it. Miles off it. And and it's almost, if the season went another five weeks, he'd be all Australian. So there must be some others out there. There must be some other Briggsies. And this is sort of half to the point of the money ball thing. I mean, who, who is identifying him? Who's gone, okay, let's give this guy a chance. There's some shortcomings with perhaps his size. And I, I don't know what it, what it was, but he... His tap work, I don't know what the knock on him was, but there must have been one. So then who's the person that's gone, no, let's try Briggsy in the ruck. And he's come in and now he's got a contract until the end of 2026 and he's in the top four ruckmen in the game. He's top two since round 10, mm. since he came in, effectively, and that's when they got on their run. They were three and seven, pre-Briggsy and post-Briggsy. It's uh, been amazing. Yeah. And, and to see him last week, Raul Marshall versus Kieran Briggs was a fascination last, last week. It was awesome. Raul Marshall was terrific. He had 30-plus touches. He had a PB game. Uh, and I think Briggs, he had nine or ten clearances. He had just, nine. They both just, had nine clearances. Just kept throwing him out of the way. Oh, it was great to watch. I, I can't wait to see the two big boppers uh, tomorrow night. I'll be over there tomorrow. Fox are coming over tomorrow. Oh, good. You, just you make sure when you're... By then? Make sure when you're flying... Um, that you get your own overhead compartment for your luggage and someone else doesn't take it, make sure the person in front of you doesn't recline the seat and certainly don't make sure they put their bags under your seat. If you're just joining us, you're wondering what I'm talking about. I've had some really strange flying experiences lately. My Cruises, Friday FOMO is here. Cruise with My Cruises for a 19-night holiday aboard Celebrity Cruises to Hawaii from $4,990. Call one 696 triple two we'll take your calls and we'll find out who's in the gun next